The entire team at Emsolation want to acknowledge that we are gathered on the traditional lands of the Wurundjeri people. We want to recognise that we are recording and telling our stories on the stolen land of our country's first storytellers. We wish to pay our respects to all Wurundjeri elders and ancestors and to extend that respect to any First Nations peoples who listen to Emsolation. We recognise Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people's continued connection to the land and waters of this country and acknowledge that sovereignty was never ceded. Always was, always will be. I can't help it that I'm a good dancer and you're a strong mover. Don't punish me for being good at Corey. And Michael Lucas. I am a professional DJ, it's true. I played one on screen. Beat mixing, yes, I did learn how to beat mix, but anyway, that's not what I'm talking about. This is Emsolation. Oh, I bet you have a disgusting giant-sized Nivea. I do, it's exactly <laughs> what I have. You are such a hetero. It's a pump. <laughs> you're in Emsolation. Well, hello there and welcome to Emsolation. My name is Em Rossiano. I'm a writer, a singer, a stand-up comedian, a maximalist power queen, a neurodivergent magic brain, a podcaster. And together with my best friend since I was 11, screenwriter, Logie Award winner and actor award winner, Mr Michael Lucas, I bring you Emsolation twice a week. Today's the main show. How are you? I'm a bit discombobulated, (laughs) as you're about to hear. I don't know. There was just a few things in the news. I don't know if you all saw, but someone suggested a jet ski tribute for the White Ribbon charity that is about, you know, raising awareness around domestic violence and, uh, you know, sure, nothing starts meaningful conversations like a fucking jet ski tribute. And then Dan Andrews announced that... um, if he's re-elected, his government will make sure there's free sanitary items available in public spaces. And some men on Twitter had some things to say about that. Donald Trump has announced his presidential candidacy. And, uh, you know, let's just lodge as And I've started feeling, do you ever, do you ever just feel like everything's great and then for some reason it doesn't take much and you just start spiralling and you start feeling, okay, everything's against me. Everything's over. My career's over, my family hate me, my friends hate me. And I just, I get there so quick, so quick. And it's so hard for me to build back up to feeling bulletproof again, but so easy for me to slide down into that pit. I'm okay, I'm, I'm okay. So, yeah, Michael and I talk about all of the things I just mentioned, plus Taylor Swift broke Ticket Tech, or Ticketmaster, Ticketmaster, because she announced... Uh, she announced her tour about a week ago. The Swifties had a week to build up and the demand was, she is, it's huge. She's huge. It's really happening. So that's about it. Also today, later on, if you're listening first thing Thursday morning, there's going to be a little bonus app out. Yep. Two in one day because I finished watching Love is Blind season three and I had a lot of feelings and Michael doesn't watch it. So I thought maybe I'll just bang one out just for you all to, it's a fast decompress. It was a lot to take in. Is love blind? I don't know. Love has low standards. I feel like that show should be renamed to Love Has Low Standards. (laughs) It's not great. So that's coming your way also. Tickets to our live show are nearly sold out, so I want to thank you very much for that because I'm going to be brutally honest with you, it's really hard at the moment to sell tickets. I know shows being postponed, put off, cancelled. I'm seeing a lot of my friends struggle. It's hard. 
the live music industry, the live performance industry is still trying to recover. Please don't think that it has. So I really, I'm really appreciative that you've chosen to see us. December 14th, National Theatre. We've sold out all the VIPs, so that's amazing. All right. I think that's all I have for you right now. Please enjoy what's to come. I think you'll enjoy our good for her this week. I'm really serious about this thing, this campaign that we want to mount. All right, gang. Talk soon. Let the music play. M. Luciano and Michael Lucas. This is M. Salation. Michael Lucas. Emilio Rossiano. Stunning. Thanks, Actually, that is a nice segue it's into our new favourite segment. <gasps> Insert intro. Good for her. 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 This week's good for her is Rhonda Birchmore. Yeah. Give me a Rhonda. It would be the... Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Yes. Keep Make going. the Yuletide lights gay. Oh, my God. From now on, our troubles will be miles away. And then we're going to go into an unexpected tap dance segment <laughs> section. Hi, Break. gay. Rhonda is Christmas. Rhonda? Well, and we quote her, there is no Christmas without Rhonda. There is not, as far as I'm concerned. Good for her. Rhonda Birchmore. Now, Rhonda Birchmore, everyone knows Rhonda. She's not just a Melbourne thing, is she? No, she was on Hey Hey Saturday, for Christ's sake. And GMA. Oh, she's she's a doyen of Australian television and live. We've seen her. We've seen her at oh. the casino. Oh, not only did we see her at the casino, performing a stunning cabaret French-inspired French Parisian, very Parisian. Mm. Uh, we also, I also recently saw her in Hairspray, oh. and she was like, she that was. It was Rhonda on stage in Hairspray. It was <laughs> well, that's something. Say no more. Good that's all her. I would need. Good for her. So in 2010, I mean, Rhonda Birchmore obviously is a staple, okay? So I want you to know that in 2010, Rhonda Birchmore, unbeknownst to her and the rest of Australia, performed in her last ever Carols by Candlelight. That is truly shocking because she's I, she's so associated with carols in my mind that I just see her on that My Music Bowl stage. And I just want to say something disturbing. I've been on the Carols by Candlelight stage more recently than Rhonda. You have? I have. Hi, gay. So she hasn't been there in a decade. What? Right? Yeah. And I just want to say she started voicing her upsetness about it, I think around, shall we say, 2019. Mm. And, you know, it was bubbling away, a couple things. 2020 comes along, a couple little articles, a couple little I'm sad. She did tweet, I'm very disappointed that despite celebrating 40 years in the industry, I've been overlooked to perform at Carols by Candlelight once again. Go for her! Yeah. This was 2020. 2021, nothing. I want to point out Marina Pryor, Sylvie Palladino and her stunningly choreographed tear. The quote-unquote Carols family. And Dennis, Dennis Walter, Walter. Of course. 
always there, always yeah, present, yeah. but like a dagger in Rhonda's heart. Mm. She was over. I feel like Anthony Calais on that list he now. Is, he He's is. the staple, and Tim Campbell. Yes, they're both Vision Australia ambassadors. Yeah. Rob Mills, also Lucy Jurak, our friend. I she's year on year off it would appear, but I don't know how much of that is because she her she's family's busy. in Perth, yes. and so she's not often here. Yes, Chrissy Willen, I feel like is, yes, yeah. but Rhonda, what's going on? The ten year anniversary of not being asked again of the snub of the shocking snub she has gone ham. Who's out for Rhonda? Who, Good for we her. want names. I want names. Who I, want, is? I want a royal commission. I want a royal commission too. I, do, I that would be. Because someone there is standing steadfast. Someone there is going, nah, fuck Birchmore. Someone there. Someone. There's got to be one person with a petty vendetta because why wouldn't you just let it? Well, just let her. Do you know what I would do? I'd give Rhonda her own Christmas show. I oh, would. Absolutely. I would put on a rival Christmas show. If I owned another network and it's just Rhonda sings Christmas carols, I would watch the shit out of that. Totally. Imagine. Oh, her revenge carols. Oh, I love revenge carols. Yeah. Oh, my God, that is such a good show. Yeah. <gasps> Yuletide vindictiveness. <laughs> On have, yourself, now. have yourself a shitty little Christmas. <laughs> I mean, the songs write themselves. <laughs> okay, so the Queen, here we go, here we go. The title, this article gave you and I so much joy. Go for her! The title of the article is Surely Carol's Not a Silent Night for Rhonda. Surely not! <laughs> Go for her! The Queen of Christmas, Rhonda Birchmore, self-proclaimed. Is she the Queen of Christmas? I would hope that the Queen of Christmas... I mean, Christmas is a famously capitalist event, so that, that, I think the Queen can self-proclaim. I feel like Mariah Carey might have something to say about that. I don't know her. I think she's international and Rhonda's domestic. I love that, love yeah. that, love that. She is still Rhonda Birchmore is still hoping for a late carols by candlelight call-up. Melbourne's leading lady, currently starring in hit musical Hairspray, will be a part of Sydney's Carol in the Domain... <laughs> it's not Christmas without Rhonda, Birchmore said. That, <laughs> Go for her. That is amazing. That, that should be the title of the rival special, <laughs> Not Christmas Without Rhonda. <laughs> Good for her. She went on to say, <laughs> I may still get a phone call, but I'm not holding my breath. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing Carols in the Domain and when I got the invite to do the Sydney one, I jumped on it. Good for her! Of course she did. Birchmore's just released her first Christmas album, A Red Hot Swingin' Christmas, after joining up with jazz, a jazz Christmas album on brand. Fantastic. Of course it is! Yes, great. So I'm just putting it out there. This is a challenge. We've got to get totally. Rhonda. What's on Carols by Candlelight? Justice, hashtag Justice for Rhonda. Absolutely. Oh my god! I want it, and I You've want. Got, the... You're a TV guy. What can't you like? What can you do? Well, I don't know. Can you make some phone calls? Well, you know John Foreman. I was with John Foreman on Saturday and Lucy Jones. Well, he's the musical director, isn't he? He doesn't cast it though. Really, he there's... just takes what he's given. I did ask Rob, and it's my understanding there's like one or two people in charge of. Who, who are gets they? To we want names. I have names. I want the Royal Commission to be run by <laughs> Trevor Ashley and Courtney Act. <laughs> Want to send them in? Hi, gay. <laughs> anyway, Feels like they're overlooked by carols. So true. Is it because they just don't want it to be too camp? There's no such thing. When you've got no, there Sylvie is, though, there is. Well, and, let's, and and well, and Anthony Calais. I was going to say, yeah, yeah I mean, in a Cuban heel and a sequin suit. I feel like the camp factor is not mm, anything they're worried mm. about. Anyway, we say good for her. 
Do it for her. Do your own special, Rhonda. Yeah. Do a festive version of You Ought to Know. (laughs) (laughs) I want you to know. (laughs) Of the cheer you left. I am fucking Christmas. (laughs) I thought you should know. Good for her. Hey, I just want to check. The men of Twitter, the straight white men of Twitter, are you okay, mate? Are you okay out there? Are you? I was about to say, I'm one of them until I realised I'm not, wait a minute, no, no, I'm not in one category. Yesterday, Dan Andrews uh, announced that the Labor government, if they were re-elected... Mm. Week out from election, no, less than a week out mm. from election, in the final run. Mm. Hang on, no, fortnight out, where are we? This Doesn't has been matter. hopeless. Doesn't matter. Final stretch of the election Sue. campaign, he pulled out <laughs> a big campaign tactic. Yeah. Victoria will become the first Australian state to provide free pads and tampons to the people who need them. The tweet from Dan Andrews. We're making tampons free because they're a necessity, not a luxury. Here, here. Here, go for her. We'll install 1,500 free pad and tampon machines at up to 700 public sites. This includes, like, public hospitals, libraries, train stations, etc. And um, the response... If you type the word tampon into Twitter, you may start to question your very existence because the response from, and also a lot of women, was nothing short of spectacularly fucked. I have to say, can I let you know some of the responses? Yeah. And before I do, I just want to let everyone know that period poverty in this country is a big problem. Yeah. And can we just, can you just explain a little bit more, you know, so... It's not like now when you go to the supermarket, no, all pads and tampons are free in Victoria. No, they're going into public spaces. Yeah, yeah. So everywhere you get free dunny paper, yeah. you're also going to get free mm. pads and tampons. Yeah. Public hospitals, tapes, libraries, museums, public spaces. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Imagine if men were told... You have to plan when you're doing your next big shit and if you don't have toilet paper in your man bag, you're going to have to pay for some dunny yeah. wrap in a dispenser. I don't you know? think it would go down well. No. And, I mean, you've told some vivid stories where you've used the phrase Japanese flag. Oh. It's, and, and, and periods aren't a luxury. They're not a choice. The way people are reacting... Uh, reacting... No, you could just get pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. It's my fault. It's my fault. It's our fault. So, yeah, period poverty, and anyone responding to this in, in a negative way is really showing how uneducated they are. Like up to one million Australians who menstruate each month have to make the choice between eating, paying bills, or being able to buy sanitary products. Holy shit. It, financially out of their reach, right? What? Pray tell, because this is, I'm a straight man, so, I mean, I'm a gay man. Fuck. <laughs> Whoa. What? How, how much are we... How much are we looking at? A pack of pads is like, I don't know, nine bucks. Remember when I didn't have any in my house? Yeah. You made me go buy I some. I did. That's your... I did. I dutifully fucking did. Fucking period privilege, isn't it? Don't have to worry. You're not bleeding from the eye of your dick each month. Because if you were, if men had to bleed and pass clots and get cramps, mm. pff, this wouldn't even be a thing, mate. Mm. There would be way better options, you know? Mm. Anyway... Yeah, so not everyone can afford them, so they're having to choose. And so this allows dignity. Mm. And because people, the people who are reacting, because they're in a position of privilege, because they don't really even understand why this needs to be a thing, because they don't get their period, mm. they don't feel that someone else deserves dignity because they don't need it. 
Mm. It, that, mm, imagine mm. having that level. Mm. <sighs> so give us some of the responses. I'm just following my notes so I don't lose my mind too much. <clears throat> Here are some of the Twitter responses. Councillor Steve Christou. Mm. Free tampons? What's next? Free penis extensions? <laughs> Hang on. What? Whoa, there's a lot to unpack. That. Hang on, he tweeted that. He tweeted it publicly. <gasps> yeah, he's a counsellor. Look, penis extensions are a necessity for some men. You can't predict when you're going to need it entirely. You can look at your calendar and think, on this day I might need my penis extended. <laughs> Again, Steve, that's a choice. Periods are not. <laughs> periods are not a choice. They are a bodily function. Can you believe that's where he went? What's next? There's so many levels and what an own goal. Because we're talking about a point of necessity. What are you saying about what you need? <laughs> is this something you've been thinking about a lot? Is this something you need? Here we go. This is from Karma Kangaroo. Oh. Will you make toilet paper free? Toilet paper is a necessity. It already Hang is on. free, dickhead. Oh, my God. Sorry, have you been paying to shit? Because oh someone's having you for a laugh. That is wild. Yeah. Yeah. Again, Steve Kenyon, another one. Maybe Daniel Andrews MP should give out free toilet paper to Victorians instead of tampons. He already does, idiot. <laughs> no! Jet ski bandit, that should tell oh. you enough. Are they going to be for all the different genders? Please clarify who they are for. <laughs> Anyone who menstruates, dickhead. Where's what part of this don't you understand? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Malone, at Malone1225, that's fine for chicks, but what about the boys? What do we get? We pay the lion's share of taxes, so we should be copping a freebie, a freebie too. Fair's fair. <laughs> what do you get, Malone? You get to not bleed every month and then get horrible cramps and headaches and not being able to move. You also get to be a part of the fucking patriarchy that's oppressing us. You also get to earn more than us. Like, fuck off. Mm. I'm really trying to be calm. I just, I love that. Where is the outrage from these men, you know, about domestic violence rates in this country? Where is the outrage about the environment? Mm. This is what they're banging their flag in the sand over. <laughs> Free tampons. Yeah, look. I just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's really interesting, though, the way that this has come out in the last bit of the campaign. The timing is obviously not accidental. No. And it's a... a, a it, it, I'm imagining, though, despite these uh, responses, that overall it's a quite a well-received and popular move. Has it been? Absolutely. Yeah. But I just wonder whether, I mean, I sometimes I feel like the whole social media strategy there is so smart that I feel like they've almost anticipated that this would happen and then think it will galvanise support. And it has. Mm. And it's, it's, it's unfortunate that these are the voices, but there is so much period. Like, men know nothing about periods, truly. Uh, and I don't. And before I get the not all men, my husband, my brother, my friend, enough men. Mm. And I'll always use the analogy that when we're putting up billboards that are targeting drunk drivers, of course not all of us are drunk drivers, but we don't know who is and who isn't. Mm. So the billboard must go up because there is enough drunk drivers out there causing havoc. Mm. The same for men. Mm. There's enough of them out there. We can't see which are dickheads and which aren't, so we're <laughs> going to have to target them all. And I just, I feel, I hope, like, it's been a, a period-heavy week for me. 
you know, I'm, I'm doing some stuff with, with Booty, the period undie company, and I'm very about making periods less of a stress. Mm. And this initiative is long overdue, but mm. something that it will afford a person who gets their period, they'll be able to maybe go to school that day, still go to work, not have to choose if they're going to feed their family mm. or themselves, not put newspaper in their undies, not put you know, rubbish in their undies, not put socks in their undies. And these are things that people who are experienced, who are experiencing period poverty have to do each mm. month. And there is, like, there should be no price on dignity. And, yes, I experience periods hard. And I think this is why I get so riled up about it because... To be fair, you don't do anything by half measures. I know. And I know that I rile sometimes against being the international face of fashions and fashion-related news. But this one in particular, I just just like, come on, guys. Mm. Your vision has had a big impact on your life. Yeah, I've got, I've, <laughs> I, I sat in my vision costume two days ago. Did you? Yeah, got some more stuff coming that I filmed in it. Yeah. I'm, I proudly... Three humans have come out of it. Yes, I'm, well, sort of, just above it. Oh, true, Yeah, true. Well, it, it was a necessary thing towards sure. achieving those three Thank humans. Thank you. That's very generous of you. <laughs> <laughs> M. Rossiano and Michael Lucas. This is M. Salation. Donald Trump has announced his presidential campaign. Here is the announcement. Insert grabs. In order to make America great and glorious again, I am tonight announcing my candidacy for President of the United States. So, you are Pollyanna about this. You're fine. We've really fallen back into our traditional roles. I it would have been very different if if the midterms mm. had proven that he had some sort of uh, staying power, and if his candidates had done well, this would be I would be absolutely terrified at the moment. But there's no way to cut it. The Trump candidates, by and large, did really badly. They did so much worse than they should have done, considering how high inflation is and that Biden is relatively unpopular. He's They would have done so much better without him and all of them can say, even Mitch McConnell is saying it. And so for him to announce now, I feel like, great, like better... He's he's kind of poisonous, and and the his first midterms, and then the twenty twenty election, and then these midterms, three elections in a row, he's done super bad. And let's face it, when he did win, it's he didn't even do super well then. He just did enough, uh, well enough in certain places to nudge in front of Hillary. Mm. Mm. You, on the other hand. <laughs> I'm worried. Look, obviously to actually be the Republican candidate, he still has to receive the party's nomination. That happens in the primaries mm. where people vote on who they want to mm. be the front person for the Republican Party. And he's going to face some pretty stiff competition from Ron DeSantis, who hasn't, well, we don't know. hasn't announced yet. And also I could imagine Ron DeSantis deciding, you know what, I'm going to give it a miss because I know if I announce he's going to spend the next year at least tearing me to shreds. We'll see. We'll see. I think Ron's camp will be waiting. I think everything is so fluid at the moment because I feel like Ron's camp were waiting to see what the midterms did to see if Trump was on the nose or very still, mm. you know, very popular. Mm. And I think they would have taken his defeat as a, as a plus and a mm. tick for them to possibly announce him. And his Ron DeSantis' own emphatic victory. Correct. So I feel like Ron would have been taken aback by Trump's announcement. I don't think anyone thought Trump was actually going to do it considering how badly his candidates did in the midterms. And the fact that he's still announced, to me, 
I almost feel like he'll be able to, because the midterms did so badly, he, he'll galvanise everyone. He'll be like, guys, come on. And the Democrats do not have a candidate. We Nobody knows who they're going to run in two years. And Trump has such a head start on whoever they put in because he everyone knows him. Yeah, but I think the problem with him, that's part of the problem. I don't think, I think I you're think there's overestimating. just massive fatigue with him. And it's also, it's so different now because when he came up in 2016, he was doing the whole drain the swamp. I'm from outside. I'm going to come in. I'm going to clean it up. Now he's just beating the drum about the election was stolen and people aren't into it. They're clearly not into it. Unless he changes his message mm-hmm. and he won't. Mm-mm. I hope you're right. And but also, I, I agree with you. It's a problem that the Democrats don't, you know, Biden's not He saying. says he's, it's a family decision. He'll he'll let everyone know early next year. I'm not feeling like he's going to take another crack at it, but I, I don't know. He's very old and there isn't an obvious um, replacement. I mean, Carmel... Gavin, like- well, Gavin Newsom is what mm. I'm tipping, Governor mm. of California. Mm-hmm. He has said time and time again, no, 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 I'm not. He's very Kennedy-esque. He's quite popular. He has been doing these weird advertising campaigns out of his jurisdiction, testing the waters. Mm. You're obsessed with his former girlfriend. I am Mm. obsessed with his former girlfriend. Who ended up with Donald Trump Jr. (laughs) And I can't remember her name. (laughs) The best is yet to come. come. So him, Pete Buttigieg, maybe. Really? Yeah, well, he's more popular than Kamala. He's, He's polling number two behind Biden. I'm surprised that you would be chill about the fact that do you think a gay man could win over middle America? No. So that's why I think Gavin, because Gavin's also a conservative, like he's he's more centrist. He's no Bernie, he's no Kimberly Guilfoyle. Kimberly! The best is yet to come! That's it. So look, it's interesting times. Yeah. But I'm feeling the next two years are going to be Oh, rough. I read know. my I, T-shirt. Read my T-shirt. I am already. Oh, no, I thought I had hectic on. Really Don't read my T-shirt. exhausted. Just imagining it. He's going to suck all the oxygen well, out unless of the media he get, Unless he gets beaten in the in primaries. The primaries. Yeah. But no one's no one said they're going to run against him yet. No. Maybe the strength. Well, this is why he's done it. He's come out super hard after the midterms to get in first, to scare people off. If Ron DeSantis announces this is going to be a fucking battle for the ages. It oh, I'll will enjoy be it. insanity. I hate them both, though. The Democrats have no chance in getting any coverage. None. They will not be on front pages until the election. If mm. DeSantis v Trump happens, it's over. But the weird thing about Biden is, I read because everyone was predicting it was going to go really shit. Because part of the problem with him is that he isn't on front pages. We don't think no. about him very much. But it's turned out people don't mind that necessarily. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to think about it. Just do your job. Yeah. And doesn't mean I won't vote for you if you're not on the front page every single day. True. All right, well, we'll see. Taylor Swift broke Ticketmaster this morning. Broke it. In America, we should add. Because even... See, this was evidence of her appeal. You announced this to me and I got panicky like, what? Oh, I didn't know she was touring. That's the reaction I had. She's announced the Eras... It's hashtag E-R-A-S tour, where bad geriatric Swifties, senior Swifties, I'm sure that's an acronym for something. Eris. Is it some sort of a, is it? Or is it, a, or is it some, something that happens with stars on the moon? Can you live Google? So there was a week of planning. Do you know James? James knows. It's Eris. 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 Like, like her oh, different Eris. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's so funny. I'm glad we've got that recorded. Shit. Us breaking down. Errors. No, because you notice one thing about the Midnight's album. I just, wait, I'm just, my brain is hurting that I got that wrong. Okay. 
Yeah. Eras. Eras. My brain's hurting. James, t- our videographer, sitting there going, you fucking idiot. Yeah. That must have been so satisfying. <laughs> oh, good for him. Good for her. Yeah. Just, it's eras. Um, it was very, it was very gentle. Too. The album. Imagine do- if I was him and it was reversed. It's eras, you dickhead. That's what I would have done. Mm. He was so gentle. Mm. Uh, it was beautiful. Eras. Okay, go. What are you going to say? Have you forgotten? Well, the album, the album has songs that do sound like, like it, sometimes you're like, oh, this song's a bit reputation. This song's a bit 1989. Mm. It does feel like, and also the way that she's re-recording, it is like she's travelling through all the eras. Maybe this will be the concert that we've wanted, the kind of concert we want Madonna to do constantly. It's the greatest history. Imagine if Madonna did eras. We'd be like, oh. oh my God, I would go to every show. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's the greatest hits tour. Anyway, there was a week of planning, right? Swifties had to register for a code, yeah. and to get that code, you had to prove you were a verified fan. Okay. So you had to go through a bunch of really okay, hard, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. And so Ticketmaster knew exactly how many people were going to yeah. try and buy a ticket. Mm. And then they went on sale at 10 a.m. this morning, and at 12.05, it just ground to a halt. Uh-huh. And they had to release a statement. Due to unprecedented demand, millions of people have logged on to the pre-sale. And everyone's like, yeah. You knew that. You sent out millions of codes. And the Swifties are out there dying on Twitter. Like, this is our Hunger Games. What's going on? Like, it is going bananas. People are losing their minds. People were screenshotting and it said, the ticket master said, there are 2,000 plus people ahead of you in the queue. <sighs> Can you imagine? Yeah. So it's just all hell is broken loose. She hasn't announced Australia yet, so I don't know if she's coming. But look at you. You're very, might say it, might not. No, I don't. I don't know, Jewers burnt me. <gasps> yeah. You've turned. No, I loved it. But I want to show. If I am going to put glitter on my face and be hungover and get dressed up, I want the person on stage to, like, say more than, hey, Melbourne. She, Taylor will say more. She's very chatty. And, you know, Taylor does things like she brings out someone special for a little performance. She does things unique to every show. She's she she wears flats. I know that bothers you. No, it's fine. Does it? Okay. We'll see. Look. Well, look. Beyonce show me what no. you got. Oh, yeah. mate. Yeah. When Beyonce announces, we're going to fly to America for it. Look, show me what you got, Taylor. Win me over. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor's like, I fucking crashed ticket mode, bitch. She's officially. I don't need to show you anything. All right. This is going to need so much editing to be interesting. It's <laughs> <laughs> in a mood. There's a really, there's look. a strange energy. This is going to be need so much editing to be interesting. <laughs> Put that in a promo. I don't know how. Yeah, okay. I am feeling, I'm feeling like there's something weird in the atmosphere at the moment. Mm. And I can't pinpoint it, but I feel unsafe all the time. There. Jesus. Exactly. Exactly, Jesus. Okay. All right. Thank you, Waka Lucas. Thanks, Amelia. Okay, bye. This is Insulation. Thank you for listening, everybody. That's all we have time for. Look, I'm fine. I'm going to be good. I'm just going to go make some more clay monsters. My new hyperfixation. If you follow me on the Instagram, you'll know that I've started making clay creatures out of the you know the stuff you put in the oven. Um, that's what I set up like doing. And I'm going to go buy all the tools. I definitely need the little knife thing and a little roller and, like, special wires, I'm going to go buy all the things and I'm going to make all the things and then I'm going to get bored of it and it's going to go into my hobby wasteland and that is the will of the ADHD brain. I can't control it, hate the player, not the game. 
Oh, no, that means you would hate me. Anyway, that's what I'm off to do. I'm really enjoying it, making little creatures. Thanks for being here. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Emsolation Podcast. And if you want to get the newsletter, if you want to shout the team a coffee, if you want to become a patron, anything and all is there. On our Instagram, we've got a special link tree now so you don't have to, like, look around for it. There's a lot of ways. You can join the Facebook community. There's a lot of ways you can show your love for our podcast. Thanks to everyone who voted for us in the Listener's Choice portion of the Podcast Awards. Who knows what will happen? That's all. Chat soon. Later today or Tuesday afternoon. Bye. Actually, that made no sense because, no, you'll, oh, my God, I'm going. That is enough. That is quite enough. Now there's a car alarm going off. Oh, bye, Emsolators. Oh, happy birthday to you. And if I could be Sylvie Palladino, I'd get one to you do, going. Can, oh, can you do Sylvie Palladino? I, yeah, I can. I'm a perfect vocal mimic for her. Yeah. No, she's just a. Oh, no, I can't do, do it. it. I can't do it. Yes, she can. She's just high, isn't she? Happy birthday. No, I sound like a. Give me I a sound, Christmas carol, Sylvie Palladino. Um, Silent Night. Um, no, she's like a ray of hope. That's good. Flickers in. No, she, she, she's she's clear. Good. I sound like I sound like Nanny McPhee. <laughs> what about give me Dennis Walter? Oh, that's easy. Okay, go. Um, that's. <clears throat> oh, 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 holy night! The stars are brightly shining. <laughs> I'll give you uh, Anthony Kalea. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's it. Yeah, that's yeah, it. That's, that's it. Good. That's do it. it. Do Anthony Kalea doing any um, Christmas song. Let you... this be up. <laughs> <laughs> I recorded all that. No, you did. I actually did. Oh, no. You're welcome, everyone. <laughs> Emsolation with M. Rossiano is a Spotify exclusive podcast recorded at Down the Hill Studios, hosted by M. Rossiano with Michael Lucas and sometimes her eldest daughter, Marcella. Executive produced by Benjamin Wosley, produced by M. Rossiano, edited by Ezekiel Fenn, with videos by James Henderson, socials by Marcella Rossiano Barrow, with assistance from Jem Evans, plus cameos from M's dad, Vinci. Get the full Emsolation experience by following us on Instagram at Emsolation Podcast. You can also sign up for our weekly newsletter. Join other Emsolators at the Emsolation Group on Facebook. The answer is Harry Styles. If you really want to help us out, you could become a patron of Emsolation. Share this podcast with a friend. Give us a five-star rating and make sure you're following us on the Spotify app by actually hitting the follow button. As always, thanks for listening and we're we're excited to chat with you again soon. Okay.